Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Artificial intelligence stocks have been surging on the back of the hype surrounding ChatGPT, the viral AI chatbot that reached 100 million users in just two months. And it's also led investors to snap up shares of Asia's technology hardware exporters, providing signs that the chip industry is turning a corner. So to find out more about this AI buzz, joining us on the phone today is Hal Hudson who's a special projects writer at The Economist. Hal, welcome to the show. Hello, Hongbin. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you for joining us today. There's been a serious rally that has erupted in U.S. tech stocks thanks almost solely to investor interest in artificial intelligence. What has led to this frenzy? Well, you put your finger on it with the explosion in use of ChatGPT mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of triggered a kind of a FOMO around the world, both in right. governments and investors and in businesses and a rush to essentially buy a lot of chips. Mm-hmm. And and that means that any company that is involved in the supply chains for making the chips that run the AI mm-hmm. uh, has seen a big lift in their share price. It's a stampede for the tools to make artificial intelligence. So how have AI stocks and U.S. tech stocks been faring the past couple of weeks? They've been faring incredibly well. The uh, SP500 has been lifted into out of its bear market mm-hmm. for the first time in however many months. Mm-hmm. And that is entirely down to... AI stocks, really. But it's important to remember that in the long run, Mm. um, the AI stocks have been not doing so well. If you go back further to sort of early 2021, they've been up and down a lot more. So Mm -hmm. it's important to look at longer scope as well Mm -hmm. as the short one. Okay. And this bolstering interest in AI has also brought investors to snap up shares of Asia's technology hardware exports, including SK Hynix and Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing as well. Why are investors also going after technology hardware manufacturers? Because the entire value chain has a sort of a scarcity play Mm -hmm. Um, it's very difficult to make new fabs and in the meantime TSMC is the place where all of the NVIDIA chips Mm. and um, all of the other AI chips are going to be made. And their margins at the moment are pretty good. Right, right. And you just mentioned NVIDIA, but I mean, we cannot talk about this topic without talking about NVIDIA. Some investors, ARK Invest CEOs, Kathy Wood being one of them, have called the chipmaker overvalued after it briefly soared to a market cap of $1 trillion last month. But billionaire investor Stanley Drunkenmiller, he also plans to hold on to NVIDIA stock for at least the near future as a chipmaker is, you know, exposed to an AI trend that he says could be as transformative as the internet. Do you think this bubble, this AI bubble is going to burst anytime soon or is it something that's going to be long lasting? Well, I think it's an important context for Wood's remarks is that she was invested in NVIDIA, mm-hmm. but sold out sort of close to not exactly the bottom, but basically she missed this recent mm-hmm. run on NVIDIA's share price. So it's good. that's a pinch of salt to take her remarks with. But uh, as to whether the bubble is going to burst, I mean, look, the reason that NVIDIA's share price has gone up so much is that despite years of interest in artificial intelligence and mm-hmm. many attempts at competing with NVIDIA, nobody has managed to do it. Mm-hmm. And the reason no one has managed to do it is because NVIDIA has a powerful software ecosystem mm-hmm. around its chips called CUDA. 
Mm. Uh, and basically, CUDA makes it very easy, relatively, to build artificially intelligent software uh, using NVIDIA's chips. And mm. try as they might, no one has managed to recreate that yet. It's a bit of a network effect. There's mm. a kind of lock-in because more developers use this. Uh, that makes it easier for other developers to use it too. Mm. And that's the kind of under-discussed uh, advantage that NVIDIA has uh, maintained for the last 10 years, really. I see, I see. And just to go back to what you called some investors being FOMO and investing in these AI stocks, do you believe that investors you know, really understand AI and how it will be applied in the real world? Or are they just jumping on the bandwagon because of all the hype surrounding the technology? Well, I'm sure perhaps some investors understand, mm-hmm. but we know that at least a sizable portion of them not only don't understand AI, but don't even understand the companies they're investing in, because this has been one of those situations where companies with names that just sound like they might do AI uh, have had huge share price rises. Uh And this, to me, indicates that, you know, it's not really very clear. People are just jumping on anything that has AI in the name. Mm. Um, So there's definitely a big element of hype. But there is, of course, an obviously transformative technology in play as well. And if anyone who's used ChatGPT knows how useful or Mm. at least how sort of impressive it is. I see, I see. And it seems as though capital spending on AI is likely to go beyond the traditional tech industry as well. There is even talk of healthcare and pharmaceutical companies using the tech to reduce research timelines. Could the craze spread beyond our traditional tech powerhouses as well? I think it's very likely to. Whether you see the same share price uplift for Mm. I don't know, a big pharmaceutical company that is adopting artificial intelligence smartly, I'm not so sure. It's harder for the market to see that in a way. But yeah, I could see a big pharmaceutical company like AstraZeneca put out a press release saying we're all AI now and maybe they get a share price bump. I could absolutely see that. Mm. As for actually applying AI internally, that it's harder. It's much easier to put out a press release than it is to build build real models based on real data that do real things. I see, I see. And it's not just big industries that are trying to cash in on the AI craze, though. About $12.5 billion in investments have gone into generative AI startups this year so far. And that's compared with only $4.5 billion invested in the field in all of last year. What do you make of this? Well, OpenAI was a startup not too long ago. That's mm-hmm. the company that makes ChatGPT that has gone so viral and been such a hit. And lots of people are hoping for the same magic to, to happen with their version of this. And one of the key, most interesting things about the AI boom is that really it's not that hard mm-hmm. to build a generative model and to start offering an app that does mm-hmm. this sort of thing. To do it well is very hard, mm-hmm. but to do it at all, all the ingredients are available and anybody could try and do it. So it's quite an open field. And that's why you've seen so many startups flooding in trying to uh, get on the action. Right, right. And Goldman Sachs has also predicted that AI may actually raise U.S. overall labor productivity growth as it, you know, frees up workers to other productive activities. And those workers displaced by AI automation are, you know, re-employed into the new AI-infused economy. And Goldman, they add that this could lift the 20-year compound annual growth rate for S&P 500 earnings per share from 4.9% to 5.4%. Is that plausible? I think that's perfectly possible, Mm. but uh, I think the opposite is also perfectly possible. I think that kind of prediction is very difficult. And one thing to keep in mind with this 
is that um, if you look at the productivity impact of the mm-hmm. internet, it's famously nowhere to be found. Mm. And one plausible reason for that is that as well as using the internet to send emails and be more efficient, people are also using the internet to entertain themselves and sort of slack off in the office. You know, the impact of these things are not all to the productivity upside. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean they're bad, but it might mean that they're more of a wash compared to the old way of doing things than you might expect when just paying attention to the headlines and the share prices. Okay. In recent days as well, the tech sector has been flying under speculation that the Federal Reserve will keep interest rates higher for longer. What do you expect will come out of that meeting next week and how will it impact the tech players? Well, in a way, the the, the, the share price rally and this excitement mm-hmm. sort of shows that the tech world has shrugged off higher interest rates. There, there, was, a, there was a narrative mm-hmm. that, you know, tech world wasn't going to be able to do its thing in a non-zert world, mm-hmm. in a world without these very low interest rates, which led them to sort of move money around fairly cost-free. Um, but for things that are truly useful, uh, mm-hmm. that should never have been the case in the first place. So mm-hmm. that was always a sort of slightly depressing narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, if artificial intelligence can improve its stripes and see mass adoption and start to increase productivity, then uh, it really shouldn't matter what the interest rates are doing. I see, I see. And I mean, AI, it's bringing a lot of benefits, but it also brings risks. And governments are also taking control and seeing how they can mitigate this risk. And it shows that there will be more regulations towards this, especially, I believe, that Britain is hosting a conference around AI as well. Do you see this AI frenzy lasting for a long time? I mean, when do you see it ending? I don't think it's going to end. I, I, I think AI, I mean, AI is just another kind of software at mm-hmm. the end of the day. It's, it's a way of using computers and the world is not going to stop using mm-hmm. computers in more and more advanced right. ways. So AI, for what that name of a way of using computers is worth, that's going to be with us forever. The British conference is in the autumn. They're hoping that the Americans will come and they're hoping to, in particular, uh, they're hoping to make some progress in evaluating AI models for safety mm-hmm. along standard lines that are agreed between different countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the main the main things they want to do. And if AI is going to be around for a long time and is going to be a powerful force, then that seems seems pretty sensible to me. I see. Well, thank you so much, Hal, for your time and your insights today. Not at all. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you. We've been speaking with Hal Hudson, who's a special projects writer at The Economist. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.